Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, and welcome to the first ever Imperfect Podcast holiday episode. Hi, welcome back. In anticipation of today's episode, we ran a contest asking for our viewers' input and opinions on their memories and feelings surrounding the holiday season. We gave them a chance to win a gift basket uh, for just answering three simple questions. Yeah, so the questions were, what is your favorite holiday tradition? Are the holidays a happy or sad or anxious or insert other emotion time for you? And what is one gift or gesture that you'll never forget that happened during the holidays? Yeah, we felt it was important to discuss all of the holidays because often we only hear people talking about the happy times, the merry and bright uh, times of this this time of year, but we shouldn't be so naive to believe that that's the case for everyone. And we wanted people to feel like that they could be real with their feelings and not feel judged or ashamed by their answers. So we even offered the option to private message us so they could remain anonymous for the contest. Yeah, so for some, this is their most anticipated time of year, while others dread even the thought of the holidays. So we'd like to take a look at the answers to our contest. This episode is quite literally three quarters of it is dedicated to giving our audience a voice in how they're feeling uh, about the holidays and gifts and merry and bright or not so merry and bright. And uh, yeah, we just wanted to give them the opportunity during the contest to feel like they could have a voice. So we're just going to read their answers uh, back and forth and uh they are for the most part uh exactly as they were written but for the sake of time we may have condensed or paraphrased some of the answers but we tried to keep the majority of them as they were so we just wanted to make sure that we got everything in within a timely fashion so some of them are uh condensed a little bit yeah so let's start off with our first question uh what's your favorite holiday tradition yeah so oh you go ahead I was just going to read the first one. Yeah, go so ahead. I want to go first. <laughs> um, so the answer I have here is eating takeout chicken followed by a church service and then coming home to watch Polar Express and opening one gift on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I hear a lot of people say that they open one gift on Christmas Eve. I think it's kind of become a staple holiday tradition for many right. people. It was in my house too. So yeah. Um, So the next answer was baking with my mom. It was usually just the two of us and we would spend the whole day weekend baking with Christmas music on full blast and singing our hearts out. As an adult with kids still at home, my favorite is watching the kids decorate the tree and telling all the stories of the ornaments as they put them on the tree. Mm. So the next one I have is we didn't have a lot of holiday traditions growing up other than getting to open a gift on Christmas Eve. Uh, We didn't always get to spend the holidays together. So now that everyone's older and things have slowed down, I just appreciate spending time with family, playing games and making the best snacks on Christmas Eve. 
The next one is attending church on Christmas Eve. It grounds me and reminds me that Jesus gives a peace that is supernatural. A tradition I've started with my grandchildren is a Christmas Eve box. I love putting it together for them. Yeah, there's the open something on Christmas Eve. Yeah, right? time and time again. Yeah, I think it's a way to get the kids in bed. Actually, Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one I have here is the tree and other decorations. I had become a Scrooge for various reasons over the last few years. Um, last weekend, one of my boys took it upon himself to bring to actually put up the tree and decorations from the crawl space and proceed to decorate the tree. Uh, I'm really glad he did that. It definitely put me in the mood. The next one is going to my sister-in-law's every Christmas Eve to see family and friends, having Putin rapes and the best little homemade cookies ever. <laughs> I have watching the kids open one gift on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and there it is again. <laughs> and um, uh, just to go back to the Putin rapes, for people who don't know what that is, Mom likes to call it a glue ball. <laughs> well, that's what it is. <laughs> right. Okay, sure. But uh, I actually enjoy them myself as of recently because um, my boyfriend's family eats putin rapes and um, it's it's a the condensed version, very complicated method of making of them is you grate potatoes, you mash potatoes, you basically put it all together. You have uh, the preferred is salt pork in the center. It's just a little dollop in the middle of this. It looks like a snowball and you eat it with salt and pepper. Some people, people eat it with molasses. Anyways, it's definitely a different dish for sure. Mm. Um, so the next one is Christmas lights because lights are magical. And I have for the last 10 years, every Christmas Eve, we go to my in-laws and have appetizers and watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. too. Uh, then on Christmas Day, we spend time opening gifts and making food, then celebrating with a big Christmas dinner with friends and family. This is funny. Here's another one. Putin rapes are popular, I guess. Having homemade Putin rapes every year as it's the only time we get them homemade. Mm. Christmas dinner with my family and getting a bonus from work was our next answer. Christmas oh, yeah. bonus. Uh. That's great. <laughs> uh, just spending time with family was another one. Christmas music and singing Christmas carols. Yeah. And so then mom and I uh, wanted to also answer the questions and talk about them too. So I'll start with mine. So my favorite is going for dinner on Christmas Eve at my Grammys and driving home and listening to the, I don't know, people my age probably remember. I mean, radio is less popular now with kids that are younger now, but the Santa alert on the radio. So you'd listen on your way home to where Santa was. And uh, so I would listen to that on the way home. And we'd also go look at Christmas lights and I don't know if you remember mom, but I'd be like, oh my gosh, Santa's in PEI. Like, hurry up, dad. We got to go home. Like, yeah. not going to make it. We don't <laughs> have the cookies out. Like, hurry up. Right. Yeah. Scared <laughs> you were going to miss out for sure. But yeah, it was a good motivation when, when we got home. You moved pretty fast. Right to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd also um, get home and we'd read Twas the Night Before 
uh, book and mom has the one from when she was a child. So it's this very old, you know, that old book smell disheveled, all the the spines all like frayed and whatever. But I loved that. Um, I also really enjoyed once I got to the age that I was able to help my parents um, plan surprises for my little sister and make Christmas extra special for her. And I also wanted to bring note to the fact of our family makes this what's called cranberry goop. <laughs> I don't think that's the technical name. <laughs> well, no, that's just what we've all called it because it just looks like goop, but this pink goop, but it's one of my favorite uh, holiday traditions and whatnot, just because uh, it's something that we have at every meal and every Christmas I look forward to it. And now I'm the one that gets to make it, but yeah, yeah. it's, it's sort of like a jellied salad with yeah. cranberries and walnuts in it, but uh, I don't know. It seems impossible to get it to set right. I don't to know if it's a combination and... of ingredients. So it's kind of a little different every year. And yeah, and when you drop it on the plate, it does the whole noise. Like <laughs> sometimes it's soupy, sometimes it's more firm. But yeah, it's it's kind of become a running joke. So. Yeah. Uh, for myself, I have actually quite a few uh, good memories of uh, Christmas past, getting together with family food, if, with family and yes, food. Um, <laughs> stockings were always a big deal for my family and I've carried on the tradition with my kids. Um, it's kind of like a big surprise bag. So mm. anyway, that that's always something. If I could only have one gift at Christmas it would be the sock that's the most important me too um also a very good memory <clears throat> for me excuse me um was growing up uh I was taught to always do something for someone else at Christmas but the key part of it was it had to be done anonymously and I can remember going with my family to deliver things to different people. Um, it wasn't always the same people. It wasn't always the same gifts or the same circumstances. It, it, it really made an impact um, just to see it was, it was really something special to bless people in that way. And that's always stuck with me and a tradition that no matter how uh, little funds I would have from year to year. Um, I always did something and it's, it's extra fun to do it secretly. I mean, a lot of times you see people do things and there's pictures and there's fanfare and there's whatever, but for me, the most important part is, is you know, setting it all up so nobody figures it out. So mm -hmm. that's really good. Uh, for me also the wish book. That was just something that kids waited in great anticipation. For. Grab the pen and circle everything you wanted in the book and your parents go through it and they go, yeah, right. You're not getting a whatever. <laughs> 2,800 piece science set. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, also, I think the moms enjoyed that coming in because it was good to keep the kids busy for a little bit. Mm. Um, I can remember my dad, we'd always go get our own tree and they all really looked like Charlie Brown Christmas trees, but my dad would come in with his drill and I don't know, he probably had duct tape and string and all kinds of other things. And by the end of it, it actually looked decent because we kind of piece worked it all back together. So, um, and just the smell of the tree and I'm not sure why, but Christmas trees don't seem to smell anymore. Yeah. Even this year, I brought in some greenery to 
to bring the smell into the house because now I use an artificial tree and uh, even the greenery didn't smell like, mm. and we're not talking two or three days out. Like it didn't smell 10 minutes after I get it in here. Interesting, so, eh? Yeah. Mm. I remember all kinds of paper thin ornaments that have been passed down and bubble lights that, you know, the, the bottom part would get hot and the bubbles would go up to the top that belonged to my grandparents. Um, all kinds of great stuff, family coming to stay the night. Uh, it was the only time of the year that we had bacon. <laughs> so that was how, pretty special. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny how in today's day and age now, like bacon's becoming a novelty even now. because I mean, it was more so back then, but I'm saying the price of bacon is unreal. I, I don't think it was a big deal for other people. It's just, we never had it in the house. So it mm, was, it was, it was a treat. Yeah. And the clementines, like yes. not the ones in the wooden box that sometimes are crappy, but the ones that come in the cardboard box with the papers around them, those were the bomb. <laughs> and you could only get them at Christmas time. It wasn't like something like now they start, you know, after summer's over, it seems like we have four or five months of those little oranges. So yeah. Um, all kinds of things, Christmas concert, Christmas specials on TV. Like we only had two channels. So that was, <laughs> you based your time management around what was coming on for a Christmas special. Mm. So lot, lots of stuff like that. Just mm. a lot of good memories as a kid. Um, so we'll move on to the next question. So that's, are the holidays a happy or sad or anxious or other emotion time for you? So the first one is Christmas is a very happy time for me. It's a time I get to see life through my kids' eyes and it's so magical. Mm. Another viewer discussed having all the emotions throughout the years, mixed emotions from each different age and stage of life from struggling as a single mom to not knowing where her kids' uh, gifts were coming from and then being anxious after losing loved ones and having to go through Christmas without them and the traditions that they shared together. Having family uh, that wasn't able to attend because they didn't live nearby or they had to work at Christmas time or had other plans. Hmm. Uh so the next one is, I have felt every emotion at some point over the holidays, sadness from loved ones who have left us, anxiety and frustration of trying to work, shop, wrap, decorate, cook, and visit on top of the everyday stuff, financial issues some years have caused me not wanting to do any of it, and yet other years feeling the magic of it all through the kids. Mm. Uh, next person said, I'm always happy for the holidays since it's the time of year I can spend with time, uh, spend time with family. Mm -hmm. uh, growing up as a kid, Christmas was not celebrated in the typical manner. We never did Christmas dinner or saw family. My mother used to steal the gifts that she gave to my sister and did not appreciate <clears throat> the homemade gifts my sister and I gave to her, saying we ruined Christmas. Mm, that's tough. Yeah. Um, the next person said my uh, the holidays make my heart happy. I love the lights, the spirit, the special events and gathering with family. Christmas has been sad for several years for me. A lot of family conflict led me to hide away and try to avoid people. This year feels like a new start and I am excited. 
I love making things for people and finding the right gift for a special person way more than anything I receive. I feel that's so true. You, yeah. you Just the built up anticipation of, are they going to like it? And when they open it and seeing their face, I think that's very true for me too. I'd rather watch somebody open something I gifted them than me opening something. Yeah. And our family over the years has done a lot of made gifts and mm -hmm. it's true. It's the piece de resistance. It's the one you wait for. I think it's because, you know, when you craft somebody is something for someone, you put your heart and soul into it. I mean, yeah. anyone can go to the mall and pick up something for someone as a gift, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our next viewer said, I miss the old Christmases of the seventies and eighties. Those were real fam really family Christmases. They had lots of food and loving family together. We laughed, played with the two or three toys that Santa brought us, not like the 20 or 30 that come nowadays. Mm -hmm. uh, today's Christmas is stressful and too commercialized. Very, very true. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so both happy and sad. Happy to spend Christmas with the kids, but sad my dad is in heaven and missing a yearly tradition Tradition I used to share with a friend. Mm. The next one we have is Christmas is an emotional roller coaster. So many expectations, mostly self-given, cause me anxiety. So little appreciation uh, causes sadness and bitterness, but heartfelt joy given and accepted makes everything else melt away. Sadness and pain since my parents have passed on. Mm. Happy and enjoy Christmas as it is when I get to see my family the most. And anxious because there is too much going on at once. And I feel pressure to buy perfect gifts. Mm. So much pressure. And yeah. I don't know what I'm yeah. going to buy for so-and-so. And yeah, it's yeah. very true. I've been in that position too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now I'm going to uh, say how I feel about this particular question and I promise I was never publicly embarrassed by Martha May and I'm not grinchy but I never really super loved Christmas it was and it still is sometimes a very sad time uh, for me it's not constantly sad throughout the season but it comes and goes and I'm not really sure why I recently figured out though it's not just me that feels this and often other people don't express how they feel about the season because they don't want to hurt other people's feelings or they feel it's not acceptable for me it was just never my favorite I had to carry on as if um that I was having the same great time or emotions that everyone else and sometimes I was but sometimes I wasn't and uh so I spent a lot of time wondering why I had those feelings it was sort of just like a big dial of emotions that that got turned up and uh, it has sometimes been difficult for me to deal with that so uh, also there's all the stresses of the season you know having 100 places to go and feeling guilty you're not here or there being separated from people that we love other family members that you know, had been in my family for many years, and uh, now there's no communication there. So that's been pretty difficult for me as well. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it for me. Yeah. yeah, and my answer to this question was um, a couple different emotions. So 
uh, stressful. So just stress. I mean, whether it's gifts or wrapping or having to put up the tree or having to be at 10 places all at once because I'm the young one in um, my family, like, well, I'm not the young one in my family, but basically because I'm at the age that I am in my 20s, I'm the one that has to travel from point A to point B to point C to point D and I have mm. to go see other people. So that's super stressful. Um, also seeking that feeling again um, from when I was a child. So I just thought that every year I was like, oh, well, I'm not as excited this year or whatever. And it just grew from there. But you quickly realize that it's just you getting older. You essentially lose the magic of Christmas. Um, At least that's how it was for me, because as a child, it was, you know, I couldn't sleep and I was up at 4 a.m. Can we please get up and open the gifts now? And I could sleep all day if I wanted to now. Like it really doesn't have that kind of impact anymore. Um, mm. Also sadness uh, because my father and I don't have a relationship anymore. Um, and with that comes no relationship with that whole side of the family. So that's extremely difficult for me to, um, I don't know if cope is the right word, but every Christmas it's this you know, how do I handle this? I'm not seeing my father or that whole side of the family for Christmas time. So it's sad. Um, mm. it's, you're trying to fill a void, but there's no way to fill it. Um, but also happiness because I've built a very special relationship with my boyfriend, or I call him my bestie, <laughs> where we have started our own traditions together and things we really look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to go back and say about feeling stressed that you also said the same thing for me as a mom, it was like adding another two or three weeks worth of work. And the whole time you're trying to play beat the clock, but you know, now that my responsibilities are less in that department, I'm still feeling the same. It's, you know, it's like, it sneaks up on us and every January you go next year, I'll be ready. I'll, I'll be ready by Me. you know October. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> gonna... I'm gonna have all my stuff wrapped yep. and I'm just gonna lay back and drink eggnog. Yeah, still not ready. Yep. So, and what is there really to get ready for? It seems like it should be, you know, the simple times of the season, but let's be real. Like there's a lot of crap to do. Yeah, there's and multiple layers. It's the cooking and the cleaning and the buying the gifts and wrapping the gifts and going to see family and stressing about what other people are thinking. And did I buy them enough? Are they buying me anything? There's so many layers. Or organizing and planning and looking for sales and cleaning it up and putting it away. And yeah, it's just, it it seems like people are like, Oh, I'm so glad that's done. And throw the tree out the door the next day. Yeah. And, uh, I actually saw a video today, um, and it just hit really hard. Um, it was just a simple video and it was just music and a caption that said, Christmas is feeling more like a deadline than a holiday. I saw that too. And I was just like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Because somehow you have to have all of this done by the 25th and we, 
always managed to somehow. I don't know how, because between now and <laughs> the night before now, you're like ripping tape yeah. off in the basement. Yeah. yeah and sleep <laughs> deprivation. But when I saw that, I was like, whoa, yeah, literally it is feeling like a deadline. Okay. We've got 10 more days to go and a whole other layer the, the countdown calendars with the chocolates and it's like mm. three more days, two more days, but yeah, we're, yeah. we're taking steps in, uh, our family to simplify things mm -hmm. going forward. And I think it's really going to help. We've really cut back gift wise. We've uh, decided we're going to share the workload some to alleviate the pressures off whoever's house we're landing at. And um, yeah. So. Yeah. And my boyfriend and I have decided to just do stockings this year. And we bought a few things that we really needed for our apartment and so that was essentially our gift to each other was, okay, we really want this and we've been waiting to get it. So let's just get it and then we'll do stockings. So yeah, yeah really trying same, to cut it's, back. It's the same for, for us too, just mm -hmm. doing stockings mostly. Yeah. So our third question is, what is one gift or gesture that you'll never forget that happened during the holidays? Yeah. So the first one we have is this year, so many people rallied around us to ensure we could provide our kids with the best Christmas possible, even when money was tight. For that, I am grateful. I have one here. As a young, single and struggling mom, I always made sure my kids had what they needed. And some of their wants meant that I had to make sacrifices and that was okay. I always like to keep myself looking my best, but I could not justify purchasing my hair dye during the holiday season with all the extra purchases that I needed to make. It was an unnecessary expense. My dear sweet friend bought me a box of nice and easy in my shade mm -hmm. and I bawled my eyes out. It was such a great gift um, because she too didn't have very much. That's really cool. Uh, so there have been many gestures and a few unexpected gifts throughout the years that have all equally, equally felt good and made me feel good in those times. Mm -hmm. Okay, the next one is my dad was a part of a group that was putting together Christmas dinner boxes for those in need. It included a whole turkey stuffing and all the fixings. I believe there was a toy in the box for the children as well. We drove around and delivered them. And even though I was young, this always stuck with me and really taught me the meaning of compassion and the importance of giving back to others. Uh, last year, my youngest son and I did an, a random act of kindness for a neighbor who had decorated his house really nice. It made us happy whenever we passed it. One evening, we brought a bag of hot chocolate bombs and marshmallows and dropped them off on the doorstep with a letter about how happy their lights made us. We hung it on the door, rang the bell, and continued walking our dog. That's pretty neat. That is really cool. Uh, the best Christmases have been since meeting my forever love and us getting our kitty cat together. <laughs> Um, I will never forget one year when I didn't have much and a best friend of mine left stockings for my spouse and I on our doorstep. The really neat ones are when they're anonymous and it's yeah. just to do it, to be kind to someone in need. Yeah. 
I've got one here, the gift given that made me feel that they really knew me. It made me feel so much more appreciated and loved, unlike the obligatory gift. Mm -hmm. It makes me sound selfish and hypocritical and unappreciative, but that's the truth. Mm -hmm. I don't just, I want to speak on this one. I don't <laughs> think it makes uh, this viewer sound selfish and hypocritical no. or unappreciative at all I totally get what you're saying and it it does it comes more from the heart I think sometimes if it's a homemade gift oh of course yeah mm. um being welcomed into my wife's family traditions for the first 18 years of my life I never really understood why people enjoyed this time of year I used to be sad for Christmas and now it's my favorite holiday it's mm. really cool <laughs> Uh, the Christmas Eve book that my girlfriend and I share together. We sit tight on Christmas night and read it together and tell each other about what's going on in the books. <laughs> when my family and I got to go to Disney when I was younger. Is that yours? No. <laughs> I mean, it is mine partly, but we'll get there. Uh, being together throughout the holidays and into New Year's. And a red purse and red shoes that matched that I knew nothing about. Yeah, that's kind of neat. It's funny what sticks out for people. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, it was uh, easy bake oven. Yeah. I, I was five or six years old. And I think we usually, you know, got one or two gifts but it wasn't like it is today so mm -hmm. that easy bake oven that was the one and only time I never really believed in Santa Claus um I don't think it was encouraged in our house but I do remember going to see Santa he was outside the Woolco I guess it would be where Walmart is in Champlain Place now in uh, Moncton and I sat on his knee and told him I wanted the easy bake oven. I think that's the only time I ever sat on his knee, but you got to want, I don't remember having a feeling about it, but I got to wonder what I was thinking sitting on this. I knew it wasn't, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But oh, screw it. I'll give it a shot, I guess. Is maybe yeah. where you're at. Yeah. So um, planning your trip to Disney that and seeing your excitement when you opened that, that that's a good memory for me. Also, uh, as I spoke about earlier, the impact of doing something anonymously for someone else is, has been a paramount part in my um, upbringing and throughout my life, even, you know, even when I was younger, not just as an adult. And uh, to me, again, I think the most important lesson here is to do it anonymously and you don't need to post about it. You don't need a news article. You don't need mm -hmm. to take a selfie. Uh, you don't need a hashtag. It, it it's it's about a connection with you and someone else, and just doing good for someone. The point of doing something for someone else is to recognize them, not you, right? And a lot of people misperceive yeah. that, um, especially with social media. And just to quickly tie that up um, to add to mom's comment, nothing bugs me more than to see I'll be scrolling through TikTok or on Facebook and 
on Facebook, it'll be a post about thank you to so-and-so who did whatever. And what is the point of making this big announcement that someone has done something kind? Oh my gosh, what a great thing. Someone did something nice for someone else. Mm -hmm. You don't need the recognition for that. But on TikTok specifically is where I see it a lot. It might be elsewhere, but the people that have accounts just for the purpose of and they have thousands and millions of likes and comments and follows and their whole account is just based on random acts of kindness and although that's great because it's people need help sometimes i can't something bothers me so much about someone putting their cell phone camera right in someone's face in a homeless person's face and saying here you need $50. Let me give that to you. Like, mm-hmm. that's so shameful. Like, and these poor people that they're not proud of where they are. I'm sure of it. And you've got a camera up in their face. The proper way to do that would be put your phone in your pocket. First of all, go yeah. shake their hand and say, it doesn't even have to be even Christmas on any time. Shake their hand and say, hi, my name is whatever, you know, how long you been here? Have a little conversation. And just hand them 50 bucks on your way on your way out. Like it doesn't have to be this big orchestrated event. So yeah, right. it's just something that yeah, it's, Ma- it's making it about yourself. Yeah. Giving as opposed to just doing and and letting the other person have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so my answers for favorite gifts or gestures or whatever. Um, mine was poochie i don't know that many would know what poochie is but the robot dog is basically what it was um i don't know if you've ever seen those uh for real friends uh it's basically the downgraded version of that um poochie had no fur he was a robot (laughs) he was more robotic looking yeah and he had a bone and so he did like three tricks and uh, that was amazing to me i thought it was awesome um, I also really liked my SpongeBob Game Boy. Uh, loved that. And the trip to Disney World for me for sure would take the cake. Um, it took it, you a while to catch on. It though. did. I was just going to say that um, <laughs> the way they gifted it to me, mom and dad, they put um, a stuffed Mickey Mouse in the box. And the box had Disney characters all on it too. And so I opened it up and it had a Mickey Mouse in it. And, you know, I was young going, what the heck is this? Now you're like, cool, a stuffed Mickey. And right. that's kind of where it ended for you. But... Yeah, but it had a note on it uh, tied to its arm, I think. And it said, I'll see you in however many days. And it took me forever to figure out what that meant. So <laughs> here's mom in the video going, well, where does Mickey live? And <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's funny. I still remember what you were wearing that Christmas morning, and I still remember where we were yeah. when when you opened the gift, and yeah. you're just like, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, the only other thing I was gonna say is that I also really loved that growing up, I got a new ornament every year that represented my year. So, for example, uh, I was Cindy Lou in my school's play, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and. Uh, mom had mom and dad had given me a a Grinch ornament and it had like sparkly lights and whatever and there were other years like mom and I went to New York City one year and she had gotten me an ornament that was two purses on it and it said like mother like daughter so something to represent my year and to remember and then when I moved out 
it was great because I got to take those ornaments with me. And so starting off on my own, I had something to start with. Yeah. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. So basically to summarize our show today, we, we wanted to highlight that we need to remember that holidays can be joyful and enjoyable to most or some people, but there can be other people pulling this big Santa sack behind them full of, you know, some baggage, some emotions, some financial struggles, you know, you don't know what else is going on in someone else's life. Yeah, because Christmas, it's just, it's shopping, it's cooking, it's cleaning, it's parties, it's travel, it's crowds, it's the fear of failure, like I mentioned earlier, did I get them enough? Did I get them the wrong gift? Uh, Hosting parties, all of these things. And the Christmas spirit can be undermined by poverty and financial strains, uh, time and pressure, loneliness and isolation, all of these, you know, grief, death in the family, physical and mental illness, the list goes on and on. And I think it's safe to say that um, most families are dealing with something, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's a divorce or a sick parent or someone just passed away or just even reflecting on another year gone by. And, yeah. you know, for some people that that's great. They had a great year and maybe other people didn't. So yeah, we need to kind of keep in mind, why do we even celebrate this season known as Christmas? And, you know, are we anywhere near to the mark of what it was meant to be, how it started, you know, going to a certain big box store in July and having to buy your items starting then so that you don't miss out doesn't really reflect, I think, what Christmas is supposed to mean. Yeah, well, Christmas is quite literally Christ-mas. It's a religious and cultural celebration in honor of the birth of Christ. Right. That's how it all started, right? So how is what we are doing today reflective of that? Uh, we're a society that's gone out of control and we just consume and want more, more, more. I mean, the wise men did bring gifts to baby Jesus, but they didn't, you know, okay, this way, back up the truck. Okay, beep, now we'll jump beep, a big and... yeah. yeah, it was a few very sentimental and um, important things. It mm-hmm. didn't have to be massive, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So in remembering all of that and uh, in the wise words of Dr. Seuss in The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, it came without ribbons, it came without tags, it came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. What if Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store? What if Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more? Mm -hmm. So in the midst of your holiday preparations and celebrations, uh, we just want to make you think about taking the time to remember the reason for the season and consider reducing the stress and spending and instead increasing peace, love, hope, and joy in little ways. You just have to take a breath. Be kind to yourself and do something kind for someone else and anonymously. anonymously. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, also, uh, don't eat yellow snow. I didn't even mention my shirt. 
<laughs> it's kind got, of it, yeah it's hard to see on the camera but that's hilarious yeah it's got <laughs> the elf uh guy on there don't eat yellow snow i was very yeah. happy to purchase that this year <laughs> <laughs> so happy holidays to you and your family and we'll see you next monday yeah happy holidays bye if you or someone you know has a unique story to tell we'd love to hear from you Email us at theimperfectpodcast at outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See See you next week. week.